This is exactly right. November? Happy Halloween's over. Hey, it's still going to be happy over here because as always, I'm going to be talking about spooky things all year long. And I'm so honored that you are still joining me post Halloween. And I got a good one for you today because I've got Allison Miller on the show, who you may know from the hit ABC series, A Million Little Things. I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but I am a little bit tired because I went hard for Halloween weekend. I did a lot of different gigs. I was working a lot, did some stand-up, did some private parties, hosted a drag brunch. Oh, and also I did my first live ghosted show post vaccine. I mean, it had been 20 months since the last time I did one. And wow, it was magical. People were so sweet. People came into town. People made signs. I got to meet so many of you wonderful people that tune in every week. And I had a great time. I think the show was a hit. I surprised the audience with special guest R.H. Stavis, who I had never met in person before. That was the very first time. She's somebody that I met during the pandemic over Zoom. And um, we talked about her new series, which is on Tubi. And you can watch it for free. It's a, it's a special, and it's called Celebrity Exorcism. And I really enjoyed it. It is her and Char Jackson and who you may know from Moesha, and also Jody Sweden, you know, Stephanie Tanner from Full House, and the basketball player Meta World Peace. And they spend a lot of time with Rachel Stavis, the exorcist, and they go to some haunted locations. I really enjoyed it. So we talked about that. And I, of course, had to have a haunted doll there at the live show. And just a lot of spooky, silly, paranormal. I did some paranormal stand-up. Now, I know this is, like, so rude of me to say if you weren't there. I actually did not record it this time, so there won't be any audio from that particular show. It was just a one-time thing, just a moment that happened in Los Angeles Halloween weekend of 2021. But I hope to do more of them. I hope to do them in other places. And I hope to record them in the future, too. But this was just sort of a, a trial, you know, trying to figure out how to do these things again. And it all worked out. So it was great. Another thing that I did at the live show was I finally edited together and showed my UFO footage from when I went to Sedona and went on a 
UFO tour, I guess that's what they called it. And I held my phone up to some night vision goggles and I captured some unexplained things in the sky flying around. And I did capture on camera a moment where one of them lights up as we were flashing lasers at it, trying to get it to light up at us. And it lit up at us. I caught it on camera. And so I showed that for the first time. And I decided to finally put that on Patreon. So if you want to go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Ross on my first tier, you could watch that footage. It's, um, I think it's cool. A lot of people tell me that they think it's something. It's, it seems to be unexplained. The lady that I paid money to, to uh, show me these UFOs said that that was a UFO. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. So you could go check that out. So for today's episode, I'm talking to Allison, who's an actress and a wonderful actress, a very fun person as well. And she was in a horror movie that she tells us kind of had some weird spookiness happening behind the scenes. It freaks me out. Oh, God. Well, anyway... (laughs) I say this is enough out of me for this intro, but if you want to, uh, as always, go to patreon.com slash Ross for a bonus clip from this episode with Allison Miller. You can hear us talking about unexplained phenomena, such as time travel, Bigfoot, possession, that sort of a thing. And you can watch my UFO video there as well. And one little note, you... We'll hear somebody talking in the background of Allison's audio at a point or two in this uh, conversation. It's not a ghost because, you know, every time, (laughs) every time. I love that you guys stay on top of this shit because, yes, it would be amazing if a ghost made a cameo. But I feel like every time there's like someone in the background, I should I should just say it ahead of time because I have I, I do get messages from people saying at 36.48, you can hear a ghost in the background. And it's like, no, that was actually somebody that was over here or whatever. <laughs> At least this time. It's, it's a confirmed, debunked, not a ghost. All right. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Allison Miller. On with the show. I am joined by Allison Miller. Hello, Allison. How are you? Hi, Roz. I am great. How are you? I'm so good. You are out of town right now. I'm assuming shooting a million little things. I'm I'm in the mix of a million little things up in Vancouver, BC. This oh. very spooky gray day outside here. Oh, perfect for some ghost stories. Mm. You're on my my parents' favorite TV show. They <laughs> love is that what a lot of parents say it's everyone's mom's favorite show (laughs) my parents love it I mean I I check in with my mom like maybe once a week and she'll be like oh who's gonna who's on your podcast and a lot of times she'll go she just she does this thing where I'll say someone's name she goes no 
And I go, no, I do, what do you mean, no? This is someone that's on. And I say their name, no. I'm like, Irrelevant. Well, yeah, you don't know. You don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. So, yeah, maybe you don't know who these people are. But I'm telling you, uh, they're big stars. And then I was like, Allison Miller from A Million. She, oh, she starts freaking out. She's oh so excited. Ah, uh, thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, okay, I want to I want to talk to you about the paranormal on this spooky Vancouver day. So, you, when I, uh, well, first of all, shout out to our friend Tipper, my dear dear friend Tipper Newton, friend of the pod. She's been on the show before. Actually, the two of us went to a séance that might have been fake. Uh, we're not sure, but either way, we had a great time. Yes. Um, Tipper uh, was like, oh my God, my friend Allison has some ghost stories and that's how this whole thing got arranged. And so, and then I was emailing with you and you're like, oh, I thought of more stories, which is like maybe the best thing I can ever hear. (laughs) So I don't know, where do we begin? What do you believe in? Oh, uh, I believe in ghosts strongly um, because I have uh, experienced them firsthand. But I also, I mean, look, from a very young age, I was hosting seances uh, in my friend's backyards. We are always trying to get in touch with the other side. I think part of it is growing up Catholic and like drinking the blood of Jesus. It will really get you uh, set up for believing in pretty much anything. I mean, um, isn't that like straight up some horror movie? Like, like we're eating, yeah. we're eating Jesus yeah. and drinking his blood. Yes. I was raised Catholic too. I know. Um, it. <laughs> I think that's, I, I, I don't think that that is, uh, <laughs> that's a coincidence. I mean, when I, I, uh, spent many Halloweens with our friend Tipper and she showed me the movie Ravenous uh, for the first time, which is a wonderful period cannibal movie. And uh, yeah, it felt a lot like Catholicism to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the imagery of some of those old paintings and stuff, it's like, this yeah. is terrifying. Oh so, yes. I, but, but then there's also a lot of, um, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be disrespectful to Catholics, even though I just called uh, their sacrament uh, <laughs> horror <laughs> film. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, suspension of disbelief or I don't yeah. know, but it, it can open your mind. You know, the Holy Spirit, there's there's just so many things in Catholicism that if you're taught it at a young age, I think it can open your mind to different possibilities. And, yeah. and especially if you start to learn about like exorcisms and stigmata mm. and all this stuff that is like uh, literally from horror movies, but, um, but also could make you believe in ghosts and all that. Oh, I was convinced I was going to get stigmata. I was certain it was good. I saw the movie and then I was like, well, that's it for me. I guess it's happening. I would check my hands. I mean, it was just crazy, but I, um, I feel like my, my experiences with the paranormal or supernatural have all been pretty tame, except for the one that I experienced last year. Um, everything Wait, let's start else. With the tame ones. Let's start with the tame uh, ones and then we'll work our way to that one. Great. I'll warm it up. So I, 
I have always like, I'll walk into an old bed and breakfast, even, you know, eight years old, I'm walking in there going, hi, uh, I know you're here. I'm just visiting. I will leave soon. If you want to come say hello, that's fine. Nothing. I would never get any ghosts. I wanted it too badly. They could tell I was thirsty. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They can pick up on that. I'm, I'm convinced. Uh, yeah, I think so. They want, they want to talk to people who don't believe. So I, I didn't ever get anything exciting or terrifying happening to me, but as an adult, um, I have lost some family members and some friends of the family, and I've had several experiences uh, with those people either saying goodbye on their way out or coming back uh, and saying hi years later. Um, the first time that happened... I was in a beach house that we had gone to since I was a baby. And um, I was receiving an acupuncture treatment from my cousin's wife because she is an acupuncturist. And I was laying down on a bed uh, face down because she does five element acupuncture, which is on the back of the body, oh, which wow. I know. Yeah. I had never had that before. Um, so I'm laying there and the needles are in and I'm sort of falling asleep and I have my face looking towards a bathroom door and the door to the bedroom. And I kind of doze off because it's very relaxing. And when I am coming to from my nap, I hear someone who's sitting in a chair behind me. There's like two chairs and a little coffee table. And I hear pages turning like someone's reading a book. And then at one point I hear what sounds like, you know, when someone takes out their ear, ear pods or whatever headphones and puts them on a table, it's just like a little clink. Uh -huh. So I thought, oh, she's going to come take the needles out of me. Now she's been listening to music or something. And then she walks back in the door in front of me oh. and I'm like, who, who did <laughs> uh, turn around and there's no one there. Oh no. So I start thinking about this and I'm like, oh, I'm in the bedroom where my aunt and uncle would always sleep when we stayed here. And my aunt is there, um, but she lost her husband uh, when I was 14. And he had always been sort of a, a quiet guy, kept to himself, did a lot of reading, a lot of crossword puzzles. Um, and when he was, uh, he had lung cancer and when he was in the hospital sort of last days, he took me over to his bedside and said, look, I think you're a really special kid. And I just want you to know that. And we had never had a conversation like that before. And I was really touched uh, that he wanted to tell me that. And I, in the moment when I realized that someone had been there. I just knew that it was my uncle and that he was like, I'm still here. I'm still hanging out. <laughs> um, and, and I was going through a really rough patch in my life too. And I felt like such a comfort. It wasn't scary at all. It was just like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for showing up. Oh, that's sweet. Because I mean, what a time to get visited by a ghost when you have needles in your back <laughs> and you literally can't move. So yeah. that could it could be a very scary thing. But it could have been. But it it was 
I don't know. I think every time, every time that someone has come to me like that, it just feels really nice. And it also feels like, okay, our energy continues to hang around here. Even when people are gone, they're never fully gone. I believe that. Um, and so it's just kind of nice. Oh, yeah. So this kind of a thing with like these, like a nice visit, mm-hmm. th- that, that kind of thing has happened more than once. Yes. So the second time it happened, uh, I had an aunt on the other side of my family who was also battling lung cancer. Um, don't smoke guys. Uh, so that was, she was such a, a, an interesting woman. She was the person who gave me my first deck of tarot cards. She was very into, um, angels and uh ghosts and all things metaphysical herself so of all the people who would pop in it makes sense that it's her um i was in los angeles and we were sort of it was her final days and we knew it and i was just kind of waiting for the phone call um and so i was sitting in my front yard on a on the porch and a hummingbird came and hovered really like two feet in front of my face. And I already felt it's just sort of a connection, like a spiritual connection to hummingbirds um, previously. And it always just feels really special when they're around. So this little hummingbird's hovering and hangs out there for a minute, just right in front of my face and then zips away. And I thought, Hmm, I feel like that was Susan. And 20 minutes later, my mom calls and said, yep, um, it happened about 20 minutes ago. She passed. Um, and I just, I felt like I already knew it was so strange, but also really beautiful. And I, I, I'm convinced that was her and all of this, you know, all of this can be explained away by coincidence or just, you know, weird stuff happening, but it's it's more about the feeling <laughs> than anything. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's one thing with any of these conversations about this stuff. It's we want answers, but it's also like you know, what if we don't have an answer for it? And you can't always scientifically or whatever explain a feeling mm-hmm. that you have in a moment. Like when you know something, you you know, and yeah, I mean. Yeah, who who needs who you don't need to say uh, oh I know for a fact it was, it was like if you know you know you yeah. don't have to prove that to anyone. It's true yes and so you know when I talk about these things with people I'm always giving so many caveats but I think <laughs> on this podcast Oh no you're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that happened again uh last year I was um I got a call that my it was really sad my mom's best friend's daughter Um, died suddenly. She was uh, just in their house and they weren't really sure what happened. They think it was like a heart, a cardiac event of some sort, maybe from some medication she was taking. And she was only, she's young. She was in her early forties. And it was just so out of the blue. And it was during, uh, I think it was, wasn't during COVID, but it was close, close to that starting And so I wasn't able to leave work because I was up in Canada and 
um, when I found out about it, I, I felt bad about not being able to go back to Kentucky, which is where my family lives. And for the next week, I would suddenly feel this hand on my shoulder, on my left side of my back. And it really, the first time it happened, I turned around because I thought someone was touching me. Nobody there, I'm alone in my apartment. And it would happen on and off for about seven days after, after she died. And I felt like she was kind of putting her hand on my back and saying like, hey, it's okay. <laughs> you don't need to be here. Um, but it wasn't like spooky. Like it was the, at the first time it was a little spooky, Yeah. but I felt so receptive to it at that point. I was like, Oh, we're doing this again. All right. Um, (laughs) I had never physically felt anything. And since then I was just talking to my friend who lost, uh, lost someone last year. And she said she is constantly feeling someone's hand on her ankle when she's in bed at night and she swears it's him. Um, Oh, wow. I've heard a lot of people say things like that. Uh, so who knows? (laughs) Yeah. I mean that that's definitely one thing that could be very scary, but also mm-hmm. not, you know, it, it depends. Yeah. It depends who it is and the, the feeling you get from it. It's true. I've heard so many terrifying stories that really make, you know, make the hair on your neck stand up. But these were, these were not that my, my last real legit story got me. Okay. <laughs> like it actually scared me. <laughs> Okay, let's get into the spookiness. All right. So uh, in recent years, I have given in to my passion for all things uh, witchcraft. Uh, That was what I loved as a kid, and it's just never gone away. And now I feel like it's very trendy to be into all things like hermetic. Oh yeah. Um, Witchcraft is having her moment <laughs> these days. It's, it's wonderful though. I, I think it's kind of cool, but wait, wait a second. So when you were growing up, so you were raised mm-hmm. Catholic, but yes. I mean, you also had the aunt that gave you the tarot cards. You were doing seances. Mm-hmm. So I, when you did these seances, did anything ever happen? I mean, we were so little, we were like little kids doing these things, nine, 10 years old. And it was at sleepovers. Uh, and so sure. Yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff happened. And then you would find out it was like somebody's big brother turned all the lights off in the house. Um, I mean, I, I wanted more. I watched the movie, the craft when I was 10 and I was like, yes, bring it on all the scary stuff. I want to change my eye color. I want to turn into somebody else. Um, (laughs) I was so thrilling. I want to be Faroosia Balk and like go to the dark side. Yes. (sighs) God, I love Um, that movie. You know, I found where that store is. It's on, um, it's on I think it's on Hollywood Boulevard it's just like I don't know what it is now but at least the exterior of it it like kind of looks the exact same and I every time I'm in Hollywood I drive by just to look at it because I love that movie so much oh that's so great I didn't even realize they used of course they would have an exterior somewhere that's real Ah, that's fun yeah um this is also making me think I forgot uh, I shot a movie um 
in New Orleans where I was pregnant with a Satan's uh, baby. So there was all, oh, wow. kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff that happened. Congratulations, um, <laughs> baby. Thank you. We're very happy. <laughs> Wait, New okay, New Orleans, just yeah. being there alone. Did you, I mean... Did, so haunted. Yes. I feel like everybody that's ever been to New Orleans is like, you can just feel ghosts everywhere. Yeah, it's creepy. It's creepy everywhere. Um, the whole, yes, the whole place feels haunted. I remember I read this um, Tom Robbins book called Jitterbug Perfume, and it all takes place in New Orleans. I read it before I went there, and he talked about how when you land at the airport, you get off the plane, and the air just like, just becomes like this wet dog humping your leg. Like that's, <laughs> that's the energy. And the only way to conquer it is by eating heavy <laughs> Southern food. Uh, so that's what I was doing. Um, and luckily it was playing a pregnant woman. So it did not matter. What but is this movie called? It's, it's called devil's do let's, let's pimp it out. Um, it's called devil's do. I'm sure it's available in all sorts of places. Um, and while we were filming, uh, we tried to film in a church twice. Uh, the first time, uh, there was a horrible storm and, uh, the electricity was knocked out in the whole building. Uh, maybe we should have taken that as a sign to stop trying to do that. <laughs> but yeah. we came back. We came back and did more. Uh, and we're filming a scene where, you know, a priest gets a bloody nose and he's suddenly overcome by Satan's wrath. And I'm sitting in a, an aisle with my pregnant belly, like whispering, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, the good stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and then I found out that the Airbnb that I was renting was a former uh, housing for priests. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm living in the attic of this old, beautiful mansion, and it's this really nicely updated modern Airbnb. But, um, yeah, not not good. And I definitely felt like I was carrying around some creepy stuff. We had all sorts of things where our characters go to a a palm reader and she ends up she, we're in the Dominican Republic and she ends up like grabbing my wrist and telling me that I'm damned. And, uh, it felt, I, I ended up getting really sick on that movie and it lasted for years. So Whoa. Ooh, yeah, it felt like, you know, when they talk about the exorcist and all of the bad things that happen on that set and afterwards, uh, uh-huh. I, I think there's something to that. And that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much more horror movies I want to shoot in New Orleans specifically. Well, especially these demon type movies. Mm. I mean, I feel like it's really hard growing up Catholic because I, my mm. instinct is to be like, yep, that's what happens when you mess with that stuff. But, yeah. but it, uh, there, there are many big huge movies about demons like the omen uh is another one that has had reports of you know this kind of cursed film type thing where all this weird stuff kept happening and all these accidents and Mm -hmm. um 
what's another one? Uh, Rosemary's Baby, I think, had some some weird, you know, curse type stuff happening. I mean, yeah. it's kind yeah. of a, a thing. Polanski is sort of cursed in himself. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's there's so much creepy. There's so much creepy stuff with that. That's why I'm I'm of course trying to write a show about um uh witchcraft and demons now and it's taking me forever because I keep stopping myself and going do I really want to dive into this? Uh it scares me. Um so maybe not, but that does kind of lead into my my final moment of of terror that i had last year <laughs> okay 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 wait but what what wait, wait. Yeah. one more thing before yeah. i before we get into the story yeah. uh as you're working on this this demon project or whatever um i one of the best things that's happened to me with doing this podcast is talking to people that really specialize in demons and and the dark-sided stuff mm. and I have learned a lot from talking to these people and I feel like I feel like I have such a better understanding of this stuff. All the stuff that I get scared about, they've put my mind at ease, even if it's just knowing, oh, now I know who to call if some shit goes down. (laughs) I have a couple of people I can talk to now. Um, So there are there are people out there that. that have put my mind at ease and oh, that's I, great. Could, I could give you some names if you'd like. I want them. I also am just going to go back and listen to all these episodes and hear the uh, professionals. Opinions. Oh yeah. This is so great. Yeah, it is because you can, you can really creep yourself out. And I, I did that with this. It's a, it, it's honestly, it's a, it's a remake of a, of, foreign tv show that i'm gonna pitch a sort of reimagining of uh, an americanizing if you will we love to do that mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but in in the way that i'm doing it i've realized that if i can take this sort of demon lore and spin it into a commentary on the patriarchy that maybe it is doing more good than harm and okay. so that's that's my way. That's my way in. So hopefully um, I don't get haunted. <laughs> it sounds great. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, um, I last year I took a little weekend trip to get some writing done and it wasn't on this project. It was on something else. I just uh, up in BC, there is uh, Vancouver Island, which is where Victoria is. And you take a ferry to cross the water. And then I drove way far north, like four hours north onto the island. this very remote little fishing town because I found a cool Airbnb house and just wanted to be without distraction entirely. Um, And at the same time, I was also starting to, um, I essentially wanted to start my grimoire. I don't know if you're familiar with that term. It's Wait, basically a grimoire, like a book of spells, mm. essentially. Okay. So I got this book. I got my candles. I got my all of my accoutrement for beginning this sort of spiritual practice that I wanted to dive into more. And I got to the Airbnb and I set up all my things and it was all very romantic and nice. 
solo time. Um, and I just wrote in this journal, essentially, I want to expand my, um, my horizons and my perspective on energies and entities. And I wanted to work with um, some, you know, goddesses uh, like uh, Freya and um, who was I really into at the time? Uh, Selene, the moon goddess. And so I was just putting all of that into this book and saying, I really am doing this for uh, only positive reasons, only good things. I want to be a beacon of light and take on sort of the, the characteristics of these entities that I am um, not even praying to or worshiping, but just sort of speaking in conversation with. Mm -hmm. So I write everything down, I have a glass of wine, I probably watch something on Netflix, and then I go to sleep. Next morning I wake up and I'm, it's this beautiful bright room um, and I can see the, the ocean out the window on one side, but it's all gray and foggy as it always is here. And there's a fly in the room and I'm just like, oh, that's annoying. And I get up and I'm like, how do I get this fly? And I'm like, wait, there's a bunch of flies in this room. Uh -oh. uh, <laughs> and I hear a sound and I walk over to the closet and the closet is covered in flies. And that is where all of my clothing and my suitcases What? and there it's gross and it kind of smells weird. And then I, I'm like, I have to call the woman who owns this Airbnb and say like, you have an infestation, something's wrong. Then I'm walking to get my cell phone and I look out the front window of this house and the entire front of the house is covered in flies. They're all trying to get in. What? Some are getting in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I am God. so creeped out. Uh, I do call the woman who owns the place. Her mom comes over with like a handy vac and some duct tape. <laughs> 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 and she's just like, I don't know what's happening. My daughter's out of town. Let me just, there's like a, there's one little hole in the closet where like a duct was coming out of the ceiling, which went to the attic. So my assumption is that something went up there, died and the flies got it. But that happened fast. Yeah. They were not there. Nothing's wrong the night before. Overnight, suddenly this house is covered in flies. And so, but it must have smelled strong to flies because them trying yeah. to get in like that. Yeah. I, and I didn't, I hadn't smelled anything. And I have a, anyone will tell you, I'm a super sniffer. Like <laughs> if there's trash down the street, I know it's there. So this was unusual. And I was just, this is the first time I got really, I got shaken and I just was like, I, I can't stay here another night. That's not possible. So, um, <laughs> I just got all my things and I got out of there, but I, I, I drove the four hours back to the ferry, took the ferry across. And as I'm on the ferry, I start doing all of these sort of psychic protection <laughs> things like, you know, creating a boundary around myself, just energetically with, with my little brain. Um, 
And uh, I had been reading this book called Psychic Witch, who I think it's written by Matt Ward. I could have that name wrong, but it's a really, it was a great book and I'm, I'm very into it. So I get back, I drive all the way back to Vancouver. I'm back in my apartment that I, I live in with my partner and our dogs. And the next night I, I've, I staged our place, the whole thing, uh, just in case something came back with me because of course I start Googling and I'm like, what do flies mean? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? And it's like, this is the demon. I can't even remember by or something. I was just horrified uh, and felt like I had suddenly just made myself a magnet for evil. Um, so I get back and I do all these things. And then my dog who is very large, he's like a hundred pound mastiff is sleeping in bed with me at night. And he wakes me up and he's standing on the bed and he is staring in the corner of the room and he is barking. Oh, I hate that. (sighs) Damn it. (laughs) It was. And so I just thought, yeah, okay, well, it's done. I'm, I'm, I'm cursed forever. And I brought this thing back with me and I opened this portal and I became like a, like a, a, a lighthouse for, for entities. Uh, and so I just I was not able to sleep that next night, went around, did all kinds of things. I mean, I was like calling my friends who are, uh, more experienced with that kind of stuff than I am and doing what they told me to do. And, like setting up water in little bowls everywhere and saging again. And uh, eventually we ended up moving out of that place because um, our landlady was crazy. So that turned out fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean like the second night did, or, you know, the next night yeah. after the, the dog situation, did anything happen or I started having really strange dreams and I don't know if that's just purely anxiety. Um, but I was, I just had this very ill at ease feeling, um, like I was vulnerable, uh, in a way that I had not been before. And so I just kind of start, it felt like I was just doing psychic protection and just, blocking out anything that could possibly come in. Um, I was doing a lot of kind of guided meditations around like I am inside of a bubble of light Mm -hmm. and nothing can come in. Only energy can flow out. So um, after that, I, I eased off, (laughs) I eased off of the, uh, the practice, which I'm, I'm not thrilled about because it was really fun. And I, I was having such a, I don't know, an emotionally um, charged and exciting time. I just felt more connected to, uh, to my own spirituality than I had in a while. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get back into it, but I think I need to do some more, um, some more practice before I open things up uh, the way that I did. Well, I mean, it's possible that it's not related to that. There could have been something spooky going on in that Airbnb. Yeah. It could have just been coincidence. And I know, I do know that the woman who owned the Airbnb had been having a really hard time in her life. And this project, uh, this house was her project that she bought renovated. It was like a, a way for her to move forward. I think after she, I believe she lost her husband is what her, her mom was saying, and she has kids and it had been a really hard year. Um, 
And so maybe it was just a combination of too many things for that poor house at once. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially hotels, Airbnbs, you never know what people are renting those things to do or oh, that's true. who they are and what they're leaving there and what's coming back yeah. to Vancouver. That's absolutely true. And man, I have so many people give me Palo Santo all the time. I have so many sticks of it laying around. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I need to, I need to burn this stuff uh, and not just put it in a little bag under my sink. <laughs> I say embrace your psychic witchery. I think I, I want to, and I have to, I have to not let it scare me in the way that it has, because it's something, I mean, I love it. I love it and I believe in it and I have friends who are on the same page and we talk about it all the time. I, I don't know. I was taking classes um, with this woman, uh, Naha Armadi, who's in LA. She's um, from the house of intuition. Yes. And she teaches Best candles in the biz. Fantastic candles. Uh, she does middle pillar healing, which is sort of a, beautiful practice um sort of a somatic spiritual practice that's a little reiki-esque um but this woman is straight up just a, she's a witch and she does tarot readings and i've had incredible readings with her too so i don't know it's it's beautiful it's beautiful stuff i just I, I got scared that one time and I backed way off. Well, okay. I'm not a witch, I, but my understanding from reading books and talking to people and blah, 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 is all of this stuff is about intention. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you're, if you're not looking for trouble, you probably won't find trouble. Um, or, yeah. you know, if you do find trouble, your conviction of trying to get it away from you will keep it away. Um, I actually, I have a really good interview. Um, it's with Michelle Bellinger, who's an occult expert. And Ooh. she she wrote a book about the occult and its connection to the paranormal and ghost hunting and stuff. And, and oh, we yeah. get into this stuff all about that. She knows all about the demons and she's a demonologist and all of that. Wow. I love it. I'm definitely going to listen to that. Do you want to hear some ghost voices? Oh, do I? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's time for EVPs or EV please. <laughs> do you know what an EVP is? It's, uh, no. <laughs> It's electronic voice phenomena. So it's when like ghost hunters capture what they believe is a ghost voice. Uh -huh. And so I go to YouTube, I look for EVPs and then I'll play it for I'll play you which, what I found. I found two of them and I'm going to have you guess what you hear. And then I'll give you some options of what the ghost hunter believes they've heard. Oh, great. Okay. So this first one is from ghost I want to say this, you, you say their name. It's N apostrophe A-T, Ghost Naat, um, <laughs> on YouTube. And it's at Castle Blood, which I wish I would have done more research on that because what a name. Castle wow. Blood in Monas... Why can I not read? Well, these are hard words. Monason, 
Manasson. It's in a place in Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm Googling it too. Manasson, Pennsylvania. Manasson? Manasson. Castle Blood. Uh, Sounds like a lovely place to be. Um, (laughs) And uh, this is a ghost speaking at this place. Tell me what you hear. I need to turn this shit up. Okay, one more time. <laughs> Do you hear a ghost? Uh, <laughs> Let me play it again. I mean, what I hear is a car door closing. So maybe <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Well, I'll give you some options. One, it, okay. one of these is correct. Okay. None of them are a car door closing. Okay, I'm wrong. Okay. Is it A, I'm none of them? <laughs> is it B, that's super dumb? Is it C, it's your birthday? Or <laughs> D, unbreak my heart? Maybe they're a Tony Braxton fan. I don't know. Aww. All right. Let me From p- the other side, yes. Tony Braxton love is deep. Well, here, we're going to play it again. Tell me okay. if you hear one of those. Uh, I mean, the closest thing I think would be I'm none of them. Yes, that's what they believe. Um, it he- that's what they believe it says. Let me play it again. I'm none of them. <laughs> I kind of hear it now. Well, okay. So what they asked was, are you a man or a woman? And it said, I'm none of them. I'm like, okay, there's some relatable non-binary content here. Um, Wait, let me play it again. I'm none of them. Um, It's scarier when you do it. Oh, yeah, definitely, (laughs) for sure. Um, uh, I'm available for your demon movie uh, or project, your TV show. (laughs) You're hired. <laughs> um, okay, here's another one. This is also from Ghostnet, and it is at the Hanky Mansion. What a name on that place, too. Hanky Mansion in Oakdale, uh, Pennsylvania, which is near Pittsburgh. And this one got me. Okay, here we go. It's also, these are both kind of scratchy voices, these Pennsylvania ghosts, but, um, but they're dehydrated in Pennsylvania (laughs) on the other side. All right. Let me play it again. Uh, Any guesses? Maybe like, I don't want to go. That's a good guess. Wait, let me play it again. Okay, let me give you some options. Okay. And again, to be fair, nobody knows the real answer. It could be that, but this is the answer that they chose. Uh, Is it A, why don't we kiss? (laughs) That's cute. Is it B, I don't work here? (laughs) Which is hilarious. (laughs) Um, Is it C, uh watch where you're walking, which that's scary. That's like, you could be walking through a ghost or is it D my name is Joaquin. All right. It's one of those. I'm gonna play it again. 
Oh, oh, I totally hear I don't work here. It's totally I don't work here. <laughs> Which is hilarious. They asked, are you the baker who works here at the Hanky Mansion? And they heard this ghost saying, I don't work here. I love it. So clear and direct. I know. Let's hear it one more time. Totally. <laughs> that spooked me when I heard it, but it's also hilarious. Uh, I'm just imagining like the, this ghost is wearing a polo shirt. That, that is exactly like- <laughs> what I was thinking. Like when you're at Target and you happen to have a red polo on yeah. and then they're. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Uh, Allison. That's about it. Great. This this, this is it. Been so nice. This has been so fun. You uh you came with the stories, and yeah, thank you for letting me uh, unload. <laughs> oh my god! Anytime. I mean, are you open to more experiences? It seems like you are. Oh yeah. I mean, yes, absolutely. And I I'm sure there's more coming for me. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna gird my loins and prepare for it. They're coming for you. <laughs> okay well can you tell everybody you know where to find you and, and all that stuff and, I'm all and like, where over. the ghosts can find you ghosts can find me in vancouver bc uh they know where to find me <laughs> um everybody else internet wise i'm i'm all over as allison e miller that's at allison e miller on all the all the things the twitter and instagram stuff um yeah and then I, uh, you can watch my TV show if you want to. A million uh, little things. Everybody's mom loves it. Maybe you should ch- watch it with your mom. Yes, and also watch it for dear friend of this podcast, Sam Pancake. <gasps> who's Please watch on. it for Sam Pancake. He's back this season. We're very excited. Yay! Thank you so much to Allison Miller. Check her out on A Million Little Things. And... Also, go to patreon.com slash to see my UFO footage. And also on my second tier, you can hear Allison talking a little bit more about some various paranormal phenomenals. And she's got some great things to say about it. I really like talking to her. She's cool. So anyway, I hope you guys are subscribed to the show. Please rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you have a ghost story, you could leave it in a five-star review. I want to do some listener episodes, so please send me your listener stories to ghostedbyroz at gmail.com with the subject line, listener episode. You can also join our Facebook group called Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez, and follow me on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. And in the description of this episode, I have a link to our merchandise if you want to get some ghosted t-shirts or tote bags or pins or any of that kind of stuff they're really cute i like them i love you all both living and dead but if i didn't ask you to haunt me don't haunt me okay bye a podcast network